0: Welcome to the Remy and Casey show podcast.
1: If you ever miss the show on 92.3 W.I.L. each morning from 6 to 10 a.m., you can always listen right here whenever you want.
2: Thanks for listening. It's Remy and Casey on 92.3 W.I.L. Oh, here we go. Tuesday. 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 Uh,
0: Casey, good morning. Good morning, friends. Good morning, mates. Morning. Rainy today. Yeah.
3: Yeah. Cold and rainy.
1: But a good nap day.
3: Oh, my gosh. Perfect nap day. I always know it's raining in the middle of the night because I wake up and our dog is right on top of my head. <laughs> right there. <laughs> uh, Leo had open house last night.
0: My five-year-old going to kindergarten for the first time. He got to meet his teacher who just so happens to be the teacher, my kindergarten teacher or uh, Emerson's kindergarten teacher. So,
1: Oh, they both had the same teacher.
0: Same teacher. So they get to be compared. Anybody who has an older sibling will tell you that going through school... <laughs> with an older sibling who has the same teacher is not always fun. You always get compared to the other one, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Emerson's is tonight. So back to school week is this week. And oh my gosh, the anxiety is high. Everybody's excited? In, oh no! Not anxiety is not excitement. Meat.
1: oh, so <laughs> it can be. be nervous. It can be. The nerves are high. Yeah. The Wait, what's she very gonna high. be in third grade? Second grade? She'll Usually be in so
0: second bad. grade. Yeah. Uh, big news for one artist, uh, one of our favorites on the show. Here, we got the Artist of the Decade award. More in Keeping Up with Casey. Also, details on the San Diego uh, Padres, the player who is using performance-enhancing drugs. We'll tell you more. Uh, meat has got that in sports. Plus. Keith Urban tickets and a family four pack to Merrimack Caverns up for grabs in Remy versus Casey. We've got a big show today, and we'll get to it. Be safe out there. Don't hydroplane. Headlights, windshield wipers, all the good stuff. Drive slow. It's
2: 92 3 WIL. Thank you for listening. To St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL. A couple weeks ago, we
1: mentioned that there are a few country artists on their journey to sobriety, and we talked about Charles Kelly of Lady A. Um, a lot of places picked up that story, and I guess I didn't realize that his unhealthy relationship with alcohol was so such a public, ongoing battle.
0: I didn't know that either. Yeah, like, I never heard about it with him. Met Lady A and those guys several times, talked to him several times. Never,
1: never thought a thing never of it. Never
3: even picked up on and that ever. when we interviewed him, they talked about like playing poker with Luke Bryan and stuff like that. The casino yeah. life, and it was just kind of a normal thing. It wasn't talked about in a bad light or anything. Yeah, right. It was one of those things where, like, you go to a Toby Keith show, you know. Yeah. Right. You go to a Lady A show, you
0: don't. You don't. You yeah. don't
1: even think about it. Yeah. That's what I was really looking for to you for that, because I know that you've obviously been in this industry for a lot longer than us, but I was really shocked at how many outlets were like, oh, think you know, this totally makes sense. We've yeah. seen this coming. So I was a little surprised about that, but- obviously it lets us know that it's a good change and he's prioritizing himself and his family but he posted online to say i want to thank everyone who's shown me so much support and encouragement on my journey to sobriety your kind words have meant the world and really lifted me up over the last few weeks and i can't wait to get back on the road with lady a because they postponed their tour for this and getting up on the stage being able to see hear and feel everything through a clearer lens is a gift i won't take for granted and i didn't even consider the fact that he's probably rarely been completely sober when taking a stage so i bet fans are also excited to see him in a i guess more clear-headed season
0: yeah this to me has to be one of the most challenging like if you're if you're deciding to get sober as an artist oh my gosh and i think we talked about this before but it's everywhere backstage it is everywhere so and I know a lot of artists will drink on stage obviously helps them loosen up a little bit so it'll be interesting to see how he copes with that through this. And I really hope that, you know, with fans and encouragement from friends and family and crew members and all that, that he he, he gets through.
3: And it's not just the industry. Like, it's a routine he's been doing for a decade now. Yeah, well, yeah. You assume yeah. that he's been doing in that life, that normal rotation. But I wonder how, like, he spins this as an artist. Like, do you become a better writer for this? Are there certain areas where you're like, man, I'm really blossoming in this area now that I recognize life changed them? So maybe something great comes out of it He's going to well. get jacked. He he probably (laughs) will
1: get absolutely yoked because I feel like that's what people do. And I am excited to see Charles Kelly in this new season because we love him so much already. And I didn't realize that there was even a problem to begin with. So happy for him. And that post is on our Facebook page. You can follow us at 92.3 W.I.L.
0: 92.3 W.I.L. New country for the STL. It is Remy and Casey. And uh, yesterday was tough around here. Yesterday we uh, we learned some sad news.
4: Probably the uh, the toughest thing I've ever had to ever say on the radio, but our coworker, our uh, our friend, our brother Jeff Burton passed away this morning at um, at nine twenty six. And uh, man, he fought. Jeff Burton fought for a long time, and now we could say that Jeff Burton is is not in pain anymore. <laughs> And the toughest thing that I think we've ever had to had to say on the radio was Jeff Burton has passed away.
0: It's obviously uh, Rizzuto from the Rizzuto show. They are our neighbors. A lot of people don't know that that there's that a We're bun- in the
1: same building. We're right all in the door. same
0: building, and uh, you know, Casey and I, we're over there every Friday doing the real or fake results. And uh, you know, I think that the everybody in this everybody in this building is a big family. And Jeff has been fighting cancer for about eighteen months, on and off, and it's like that thing you know is coming but you really don't want to acknowledge it coming. Um, Jeff Burton was a part of the radio Show for years. Obviously, he's in St. Louis radio for 30 plus years. And obviously, we all worked with him and saw him on a daily basis. But I think, Casey, I think, uh, I think you had the closest connection to him. Um,
1: yeah, I wouldn't have had this career if it wasn't for what he chose to do with his because his was the first name on the other side of an email when I was just a college student that was like, oh, you should come in an interview, which was by the way, the most crazy interview of all time. Like I'll (laughs) never have another one like that. And the same person to tell me to like sit tight whenever it got too tough. Or one day I was, I swore I wanted to quit. And he's the one that kind of brought me aside and said, you know, things are going to get so much better. And they did. And the same person that checked in on me for years and made my parents feel comforted that there was an upstanding human in the workplace that there was to take care of me. So yeah.
0: Yeah. It's uh it's I, I think that the your story, Casey, is 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 not unique to you. I've heard that story so many times with so many young people in yeah. this industry who have had uh who have had some sort of decision to make. Whether you know coming into this industry or not, and him just being like that positive light that's right there.
3: He was that person for me. I mean, when I made the change from ESPN to come over here, I knew that he had history with the sports side, with Jamie Rivers, and like he had obviously done the music side. And he was that person that I went to for advice. And it was just like Casey mentioned, he was very open and very honest with me about things. And it was more, I saw more compassion from him in that conversation than I'd ever seen from him before or thought I would. And at the time, I didn't know him that well and it threw me off. But he was just, he's such a loving, nice, caring guy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think everybody can say it was like, it's an honor to know him personally and to work with him.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, if you missed it, uh, Jeff Burton, our good friend, our our good friend in radio and our, our brother, uh, radio brother has uh, passed away. He passed away yesterday uh, at about 10 a.m. So we've obviously been doing nothing but going back and reliving all the memories and all of the amazing comments that people have left and uh, if you would like to, there's a whole bunch of information on the 1057 The Point uh, Facebook page. If you want to send any letters or donations or anything like that, uh, you can help out there. Uh, again, 1057 The Point on Facebook, 1057thepoint.com. And of course, on the Riz Show all morning this morning. And I would imagine for the rest of the week, they're going to be uh, reliving his legacy. So rest in peace, Jeff. Trending now. It's Keeping Up With Casey on 92.3 W.I.L.
1: Some important group of people in the music industry called the Nashville Songwriter Association. They've officially named the songwriter artist of the decade. We know a lot of great songwriters who are also artists, especially in country music like Thomas Rhett, Red Akins,
0: Cole Swindell.
1: Cole Swindell
0: the Florida Georgia line boys
1: Hardy Florida Georgia line (laughs) stinks but the best one of the whole decade is being named Taylor Swift
0: hey all right, which I think is pretty clear
1: (laughs) we know she's got tons of talent but it really takes me back whenever I hear of the decade because I mean you know taking the past 10 years looking someone in the eye and saying not only is it new you now but it's always been you and that's super cool to me
0: sounds like the end of a movie. <laughs> <all done. laughs> the start of
1: a it's Tuesday.
3: been you. It's been you the whole time.
1: Keith Urban made a statement. He said a good songwriter can have you see flowers in a song. A great songwriter can have you see and feel them. But a truly gifted songwriter will have you see, feel, and smell the roses in the window. And that's what Taylor Swift does. And she's seen a ton of accomplishments, including 11 Grammys, being the only woman who's ever won Grammy album of the year three times and being Billboard's woman of the decade and a ton of other stuff. I mean, she's someone that I personally feel excited that I get to grow up alongside. Like she's my Beatles. She's the Elvis of my generation. Mm -hmm. For sure. So this is a cool moment.
0: Yeah, I feel like anyone who can release an album and then re-release an album... For the most part, the exact same same album. I mean, she's done a couple collaborations on these re-releases, but it does even better than the original. Yeah. That, to me, says a lot about her. And the word artist, I think, has so many different meanings with her. So it's not only she's like a songwriter, but she's also a talented singer. She's also a talented artist. She's also a talented,
3: like
1: performer and designer Marketer, right, and marketing, right, right. the everything. business On top side. of
3: everything. Yeah. Yeah. She knows what's up. When she it knows. comes to other artists like universally, who else like the, Drake, I mean, is obviously uh, no, Right now? Like, like right now that would be in that conversation with Taylor as far as songwriters.
1: Um, yeah, and that's assuming that Drake even writes a majority doesn't of gross, his. ghost right? Yeah. Right. I don't I, know.
3: I just can't think of anybody that's that mega, you know, in your certain genres you've got names and all that, but on that big of a stage She just stands alone. Yeah. From the psycho point of view, Kanye,
0: I don't know. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Okay. That's a good one.
0: But that's, it's it's kind of good, but it's also not really good. But it's like lost his luster a little bit It's a good example.
1: But yeah, I think, and and it's even more amazing because she's so young. She's 32, I think, right now. So the fact that she's accomplished this all before she's even turned 35 is amazing. And it shows that her career is probably going to last forever. And I think she'll continue making music or at least making something for the rest of her life. So shout out to all the Swifties out there. I feel you. We're all taking a win on this one because that's a lot of my money has gone to Taylor Swift <laughs> shows and music shows, and things.
0: albums, T-shirts, the
1: songwriter, artist of the decade. T-Swizzle. Maybe we'll play her soon. But right now it's Luke Holmes on 92.3 W-I-L.
2: Real news is lame. This is Unprofessional News on 92.3 W.I.L.
0: There is one thing that Casey loves more than anything. Pop-tarts. Themed weddings. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Themed weddings are becoming more popular than ever. A new poll says 40% of people, they've been to some kind of themed wedding. You guys ever been to a themed wedding? Yeah. I don't think I have, honestly. What was it?
1: I had two Halloween weddings last year. Halloween? Mm -hmm. Okay.
0: Okay. It could be kind of fun. Was it creepy? Was it like, how did they theme it out? Um, She wore a black dress.
1: Um, She wore an emerald dress, okay. one of the brides.
3: Okay, big um, blood on the face.
1: <laughs> you know, I have nothing to say. Okay. Because I just love them so much.
3: I went to
0: a Christmas themed wedding once.
1: Oh, I've been to one of those.
0: And it was kind of cool that All the bridesmaids had like red hoods and capes. And it was, I don't know, it was in it was December. Cult-ish. It was, it was a little like that. It, was, oh my it felt a little like, yeah, what's, the, what's in Twilight? That, uh, that Italian... The Volturi. The Volturi, yeah.
3: Uh, it kind of felt like that a little bit. Was it actually but on Christmas or around Christmas was or was it, it like in July? It was in December. Okay, that's fair enough. Uh,
1: see, yeah. I went to a Christmas wedding that was like in September. <laughs> and it was weird.
0: That's no. I love okay. Christmas so much. Yeah,
1: I can't say
0: much. 44% of people say that they, they uh, can be fun and create great memories. So... What kind of themes Are they talking about Well the number one theme Is fantasy themed Like Lord of the Rings Game of Thrones Star Trek (laughs) No Not not for me Things like that Uh, In a close second I know you guys Are going to love this one too Disney Oh god (laughs) I am not coming to your wedding If you
3: invite me to a Disney wedding Come on I'm not coming If it's at Disney World No I'm not paying to go to Disney World Especially What if we paid No, probably not. Oh,
1: what? And we just meet you there?
0: (laughs) Come on. Come on. Come hang out with Mickey Minnie with me. Uh, Action heroes, like Marvel Comics, superheroes, Lego characters. This one I really like. This one should be done more often. Fast food themed.
3: See, I am all for this.
1: Themed? I'm okay with having fast food there, but themed? Like a Taco Bell wedding?
3: Can you have like a Taco Bell themed dinner and it be a themed wedding? Does that count? No,
1: I think you need to have chihuahuas and like a bell. The guys are
0: wearing Taco Bell socks and all that. Like Pizza Hut, Subway, McDonald's. You can do extra crispy vows with KFC. You know what I'm talking about? I'd like to supersize this love. And then there's uh, the last one out here is sports like football, basketball, tennis, golf. I would imagine if you have if you have your wedding on a tennis or on a
3: golf Golf course, course. yeah. Probably golf people.
1: But how are you going to have a football themed wedding?
3: If you're both like Chiefs fans or Packers fans, you just have Packers stuff everywhere.
1: Ew, though. I-
3: I've been to weddings where at the reception they had a, uh, a a screen on the wall and watched the Nebraska Cornhuskers game during the reception, like while everybody's dancing and all that stuff. You
1: know, stuff. that I'm actually kind of fine with. Yeah. Because that might, there might be a huge game that day.
0: What if you've got a wedding around this time, right now? You have the wedding ceremony, and then at the reception, it's a fantasy draft.
3: Let's go. Uh Because everybody loves to hear about your fantasy team. (laughs) Please talk more about your fantasy team.
1: (laughs) On the invitation, it says, he's a catch.
0: Uh, (laughs) Uh, If you've been to a themed wedding, we want to know about it. You can check it out on our Facebook page. Just search up 92.3 W-I-L. Remy versus Casey. We've got our contestants on the phone. carry in O'Fallon, Missouri. Erica in Spanish Lake. Erica, you were on the phone first. So who do you think is going to win today? Is it going to be Remy or Casey?
2: Um, I'll pick Remy. Let's go. Here, Here we go. Roll. Let's go. This is the fight of our lives. It's time for Remy versus Casey on New Country
3: 92.3 W.I.L. Yesterday, Remy did the unthinkable. He stormed back and tied it up. Hey. 5-5. Five, five. That's me. That's me. I don't know
1: that it is unthinkable because it seems that this happens a lot.
3: Will he win the month? That could be unthinkable. (laughs) Eh? We still have time. Today's game is Back in My Day. We're going to 2000's tech edition of Back in My Day. Remy, you're going to go first since you won yesterday. Your question, by the way, you get one steal in the game. So choose wisely. Okay. Remy, in 2004, PlayStation released their first handheld playstation device what was it called oh my gosh
0: this is like right out of the realm of video games for me as I was entering college so I really didn't care at this point playstation's first handheld device what was it the playstation playmax
3: <clears throat> casey would you like to steal
1: is it not the Game Boy?
3: It's not the Game Boy. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Placing Game Boy, I don't tough know. steal. It was the PSP, the PlayStation PSP. Portable. PSP. It had the huge screen on it. It was like the big black device sounded that everybody had. Sounded like a drug. Nope, nope, not quite. Casey, this is yours. In 2007, Amazon debuted an e-reader that sold out in five hours. What was the name of it?
1: Um, A Kindle.
3: That's good. Casey's on the board with I Remember with a point. that being
1: a huge deal, and I still don't fully get why.
3: Five oh, yeah. hours, and then everybody else made something that was better than the Kindle right. immediately. Yeah. But Remy. there's no glare. Okay. Great. Back to you, Remy. What phone provider featured the ever so popular Sidekick phone?
0: Ah, oh, that thing was
3: awesome. Uh, that was T-Mobile. Look at you with the memory one-one. We are tied, Casey. This is your question. What was the name of the predictive text technology that lost relevance once phones started having keyboards?
1: (laughs) What? What is the name? No, I know what you said. I just don't know. Um, I didn't know it
3: had a name. You will once I say it.
1: I don't know. Like autocorrect.
3: I'm not going to steal. It's T9. No. Nope. Oh, T nine yeah. texting. It would automatically pop up with the option one one. Our score into the final round. Remy. This vehicle became the first mass-produced hybrid vehicle in America. What was it? <sighs> this is a trick question
0: because you think it's the Prius, but it's actually made by Honda. Ah, oh, I forget the name of it, man. I'm going to say Prius because I don't know what the Honda is.
3: Oh <laughs> That's gosh. right. Same the Honda you it was created first, but Prius was mass-produced first. Oh, okay. What was Do you remember the Honda name? Insight, maybe? In, Insight. Insight, something? Hybrid Insight? Uh, I don't know. Yeah. Remy leads to one, though. Casey, you desperately need this point. Arlar. In the early 2000s, LCD and LED TVs were rivaled by a much more expensive option. What was it? Oh, yes.
1: L C L C T D C. (laughs) Careful. (laughs) Plasma. Is it right?
2: (gasps) And we've got a tie. (laughs) Oh
3: my goodness. (laughs) All right. I remember
0: plasma. You buy the TV and they'd be like, okay, you can't like turn it on its side. Don't touch it. You can't. It's very heavy. They were like it was like a pound of gold. Like four times the price. So heavy. Don't look at it wrong.
3: All right. Pins, paper, all that stuff ready to go. Tiebreaker question. You guys love these. the iPhone was released in the 2000s. It came out in a 4 gigabyte and 8 gigabyte price early on. How much was the 8 gigabyte iPhone Ooh! when it debuted? How much was the 8 gigabyte iPhone? This is
1: iPhone? still tough because I don't know. I just got a new phone. And I don't even know how much that was. We're
3: talking like out of the box, not your provider's discount, all not that. Your like If you're just discount. buying it, boom. Mm, yeah. Mm, Remy, no, what do you got? No, $3.99. Casey, what do you got? A thousand. <laughs> <laughs> and our winner is Remy. Remy. Oh. $599.
0: I remember so this crazy. because my brother had one, and I was like, if my brother had one, then it couldn't have been thousand dollars. That's 000. what
1: I remember having like seeing kids my age at the time in like junior high with them and thinking, hey, you rich rich. Ow. <laughs>
0: Uh, they were so tiny back in the day. Erica, our big winner today in Spanish Lake. Erica, do you want to go see Keith Urban or do you want to take the family to Merrimack Caverns? Keith Urban, please. Right, go to Keith. He's going to join us this Friday. Carrie, we got you the Merrimack pa- Caverns passes. And just like that, he passes. He passes the tortoise. He still has the hare. Of time. Don't, Don't you get too
1: excited.
0: Spoiler alert with the tortoise and the hare. The, the tortoise wins.
4: Would thought you rode down everywhere.
2: St. Louis with Casey Covers Country on 92.3 WIL.
1: When Blake Shelton's not on tour or making music, he's just out there being a red, 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 red Nick. <laughs> <laughs> and he'll prove it too. Yesterday he posted a video heading out to a big, like, overgrown field with his tractor and got after it.
2: Guess what time it is, America? Way too early to be planting food plots, but I'm getting them ready. Woo! Just take the tractor another round. Literally. <laughs> Is
3: he also drinking? I mean,
1: probably.
3: What else are you going to do out there? <laughs> exactly.
1: Blake's fun because he's so authentic. I mean, millionaire, yes. TV star, country icon, married to Gwen Stefani, yes. But I got to go till up the land real quick. Yeah. I think that's the coolest part about him.
0: He's a Renaissance man.
1: Some artists just don't live that life anymore. Like, no hate. Jason Aldine. Oh, say, come knew on!
2: Exactly where you were going with that. But
1: the rhinestones on the jeans and the dirt on the hands just don't go together anymore.
0: <laughs> yeah. <He's laughs> and that's come no out hate. Of, he's gotta come out of his castle every once in a while,
2: Right. <laughs> it's no hate works but works.
0: Every every farmer can relate to that castle
3: he's in. Hey, they got they got chickens now, right? They got a little chicken chicken table and picnic tables for the for the chickens at the Aldine house. Oh yeah. They got it all. The, he's the a bougiest farmer. chicken tables in the world.
2: Yeah, right. <laughs> <pay> well,
0: <laughs>
1: something is just comforting to me about knowing that Blake Shelton still gets out there into the God's country that he's singing about. Yeah, for sure. The video's cool. It's funny. He's fun to laugh at. It's on the Facebook page, Instagram. Follow us at 923 W I L.
0: WIL new country for the STL it is Remy and Casey and if you are a fan of 1057 the Point or uh, the Rizzuto show then you probably already know uh, that we learned some sad news yesterday
4: probably the uh the toughest thing I've ever had to ever say on the radio but our coworker our uh, our friend our brother Jeff Burton passed away this morning at um at 926 and uh, man, he fought. Jeff Burton fought for a long time, and now we could say that Jeff Burton is is not in pain anymore. <laughs> Again, the toughest thing that I think we've ever had to had to say on the radio was Jeff Burton has passed away.
0: Yesterday, we lost a good friend here in the building, Jeff Burton, who was part of the Rizzuto show for years and on St. Louis radio for 30 plus years. I don't know the amount of stories that I've heard of people saying, I listened to you when I was a kid and now I'm an adult and all that kind of stuff. And he'd been battling cancer uh, for 18 months and just seeing him go through the ebb and flow of that in the building you know, with his head held high the entire time, mm-hmm. never wanted to let anybody know that he was struggling in any form. Um, our hearts go out to his family, uh, Julie, Casey, and Abby, his uh, daughters, close friends, the Rizzuto Show, and honestly, anybody that was impacted by the positive energy uh, that he spread. I know, Casey. You interned for the Rizzuto show. That was like your first kind of foyer. introduction
1: to radio, yeah. first like <laughs> job in college and out of college, and the craziest job I'll probably ever have.
0: And you, you had mentioned earlier how much of an impact he had on on your life.
1: Yeah, because he was just like such a well-rounded awesome human that everyone loved to be around and he was in radio for like 30 years so I can imagine most people in this city even you even if you don't know it have heard his voice from time to time
0: yeah uh, nothing but Jeff Burton in my newsfeed on Facebook no yeah Non-stop. yeah it's everywhere just scrolling down seeing all these pictures I know the Rizzuto show shows doing a uh, kind of a memorial show today um, so if you're interested in listening to any of those great bits I know that me even even you he He impacted you and making the switch from ESPN over to WIL. Yeah, he
3: was big in kind of directing me there and you know answering a bunch of questions and things like that. The thing that I keep thinking about with Jeff is like every time seeing him around the hallways, especially like the last year or so, like you could tell that things were getting to him and like his health was kind of deteriorating, but like his his vibe was always there. He was always happy. And like every time I saw him, I would automatically start thinking to myself, I got to have something to say because he's coming. Like he's coming with something and I got to be ready. And every time I'm like, damn, but how are you that good? Yeah. Like, how are you so funny and so quick? And that was just an everyday interaction that you would have with Jeff Burton. Yeah. I think
0: after reading all the comments and, and, uh, all the, seeing all the memories that people have posted, I've, I've kind of, I've kind of themed all of this out into three different things. I, I feel like Jeff was all about living his life through making people smile. He thrived on it. And honestly, I think he battled harder and lived longer because of it. Um, Jeff was all about nature I feel like I never... There was a week that went by that I didn't see him in a forest. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah.
0: Or with his Subaru or his dogs. On a hike. Mm -hmm. On on a hike somewhere. So if if you can get out into nature, obviously, you know, today's a little rainy, but if you can get out into nature, I think that that's something that Jeff would definitely uh, push upon you. But also Jeff's motto was be kind. There really isn't a better motto. Kindness begets kindness. What you give comes right back around. So for Jeff live a life of kindness st louis radio will never be the same we were so lucky to have him while we did until we meet again brother rest in peace jeff burton
2: nobody likes real news this is the unprofessional news on 92.3 wil
0: i think that this show supports animals i would say between us we have what. Six dogs?
1: Yeah, something like that. (laughs)
0: Uh, We head to Little Rock, Arkansas to a next door post. You know what next door is? The app? Yeah. Yeah, Like your neighborhood app. Neighborhoods can complain about their neighbors and things like that. Uh, We go to a next door post from a man named Willie Baker. He wants to know what he can do about the family that moved in next door and brought two loud goats with them. The post had already attracted about 2,000 comments. He says, now after spending over $30,000 on my backyard, my place of zen, my wife and I have to listen to screaming, bellowing goats all the time. I think we take for granted sometimes in our neighborhood, at least, how quiet it is. Oh, yeah. We have a lot of senior citizens on our street, which is great because it's not super loud all the time. And I can't imagine if you like to spend time in your backyard and now all of a sudden you've got new neighbors with goats. This. Uh, so they called animal control. Bingo. Farm animals are not allowed within city limits. Officials went over said they've got 24 hours to get rid of the goats. Oh. Right? Easy. Nice. But wait. The homeowners came back with a doctor's note saying that they are emotional support animals. Nice. Oh my God. Yes. Animal... Animal control had to back off at that point. They could not do anything. They had all the required documents, everything.
1: Yeah, this is such a tough thing about neighbors because like really they're not doing anything wrong. They're just annoying to you, but you want to live your life too and it's hard. I had the same exact situation happen except my neighbors had a, I guess it was a parrot. It's like that big bird with all the colors.
0: Macaw. Macaw. It Macaw.
1: was so loud all the time. Like I could hear it from a whole house over and we, it just, ah, mm, Casey. it was so ah. bad.
3: We had this issue with the neighbors that had the dogs. I called it the, uh, the shelter and they had like five or six dogs constantly and they just vanished like they moved. I don't know if the uh, county came and was like, wow. hey, you can't have more than this yeah. in the uh, the residents or what? But they gone. Yeah, so they've got all the required documents. Everything is
0: good to go. So I just, I, look, I'm all for emotional support animals. We did the whole Got Your Six campaign. I get it. But those dogs are so trained. I feel like these goats need to be trained. If they're going to be in your backyard, they're going to be emotional support animals. Do you think yeah. that emotional support animals need to pass a test?
1: <laughs> um, I think that I think depending on the animal, there should definitely be some qualifications. Yeah.
0: So you wouldn't be able to give the same test to a dog that you would emotional support emu or something? Probably not. All right. Like that I would need the
1: emu to be able to walk on a leash.
0: Like sit. respond to commands. Yeah.
1: <laughs> when you say you, be quiet, they do. Can you imagine? Don't
0: spit
3: emu. Going through the airport and someone's got an emotional support emu. <laughs> I just, I love the side That's of that. my the, emo emu. The, the visual of if that. If these people were my neighbors, I'd be getting a uh, an emotional support lion. Well, yeah, yeah, take that. <laughs> Keep those goats over there. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I
0: posted that story up on the socials. You can check it out now. Leave us your thoughts. What do you think? But a you know what
1: people are going to think.
2: WIL
0: on Facebook. Get them
1: goats in my yard <laughs> and animals.
2: It's Remy and Casey. Salute to freedom. Powered by RNR Tire Express. $20 down, get you four new tires at rnrmidwest.com. Today, we salute Matt Turney of Fairview Heights.
0: He served in the Air Force Security Forces. And we salute you for your service. Thank you so much, Matt. We appreciate you.
1: He sent us a request song he wants to hear. Trace Atkins, still a soldier.
0: 92.3 WIL, new country for the STL. It is Remy Casey on the way out on this rainy, cold Tuesday. But some of us are going to get a nap in today, I think. so. I... I- you?
1: <laughs> I'm signing up for one. Which, signing up, yeah.
0: I'm on the I'm on the sign in sheet here. Uh, nap for at least three hours this afternoon. <laughs> three, <laughs> oh my gosh. Ah, it's dark. What happened to the day? Uh, if you missed anything from the show today, you can always check out the Remy and Casey Show podcast. And we will see you tomorrow. Good Goodbye.